It's break time with Christopher J. Today we're going to take a look at Surge. Let's time trip back to 1997 and start our story. Buckle up. I can remember a time back in the 1980s that Jolt Cola hit the market. People hadn't quite figured out yet that caffeine was the wave of the future. It would lead to the coffee culture of today. But I can remember when Jolt Cola came out and my mom was terrified of what she was hearing. She was hearing that people were drinking half a can and having heart attacks, that grown men were drinking it, and they were shaking in their boots because it was just too much energy for them to handle. But all that blew over, and as time went by, people realized caffeine, well, that jolt of energy you were looking for, wasn't the be-all, end-all, wasn't causing heart attacks unless you were massively overdoing it, that kind of thing. Now, going from the 80s and into the 90s, there was one energy drink out there. Well, not even an energy drink, it was a soda that was the, the king of the high caffeine, and that was Mountain Dew. Now, to compete with Mountain Dew, Coca-Cola decided that they needed to have their own kind of energy drink, and they would market it as being more hardcore. And in 1996, they released a product called Urge in Norway, and it was a huge success. So, in 1997, they decided to bring it to America, and this was our first glimpse of Surge. So around the offices of Coca-Cola, what would become Surge was first known as MDK, or Mountain Dew Killer, because really Coke wanted to be able to overtake Pepsi in, in that way and make sure that what they were developing would be number one, because those two companies were competitive. If you've ever seen the commercials for taking the Pepsi challenge or Coke claiming that they could beat uh, Pepsi and blind taste test every time. You know, what it was is it was really more of a, of a personal choice. I myself am a Coke man, which is easy to admit being that I love the 80s so much because the 80s was all about Coke in every form. But Pepsi was starting to excel in the 80s. They had uh, people like Michael Jackson that were their spokesmen. They were trying to reach out to the younger kids of that time and talk about how this is the taste for a new generation and things like that. And Coke was looking kind of kind of old and stodgy in comparison. Coke didn't like that. They wanted a fresher image. They wanted something that could compete with Mountain Dew because it was such a phenomenon in its category. So they created Surge. It was a citrus drink. They were going to make it green to go with that, but was told that they couldn't because Mountain Dew is green and apparently had the copyright on that. So they made it a, an orangey flavor and gave it a slight orange sort of taste there to keep the, the citrus alive. And Coke did something that Pepsi didn't. For Surge, they added uh, maltodextrin for longer-lasting uh, energy and made it bolder and brighter. They were really trying to outdo uh, the Mountain Dew 
to make sure that they would hit number one. They even invested $50 million in a nationwide marketing campaign and really pushed it out there and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. Now, this came out in 1997. In 1999, 7-Eleven even had a tie-in Slurpee with Surge that all the kids were going for. It was hugely popular. But, but here's the deal. It didn't take long for those sales to slip down. So, Coke started putting in uh, these great big, almost six foot tall coolers and gas stations. They put them up front so that people wouldn't have to go to the back for a soda. They'd see the, the big surge display and they'd be like, yeah, that's what I want and walk out with it. I'm sure that those promotional uh, surge coolers are probably worth a lot. You can probably find them on eBay uh, as collector's items and, you know, get one for your basement or just your little nostalgic room, I guess. In America, we had Surge, which is brand new in 1997, and it was made to battle the Mountain Dew. Over in Norway and in Europe, parts of Europe, where they didn't have Mountain Dew, they did have Urge as it would continue to be called over there. But the funny part is, is that Mountain Dew entered that market and tried to knock sales off over there. So Urge really had to amp up what they were doing as well to compete. But it didn't exactly matter here in America because in 2003, it was discontinued. And I guess you could say here in the U.S., Mountain Dew was definitely the killer of Surge. So it didn't exactly go the way that uh, it was planned. Now, along the way, the only other trouble that Coke had uh, with the Surge brand other than, you know, Pepsi beating them, was that uh, they had a copyright battle over the name Surge. Uh, apparently, there was a trademark dispute with a company called Babson Brothers. They they had a cow milking machine known as Surge, and they'd had that since 1925. So they fought it. They came to some sort of compromise. I'm sure that uh, Surge cow milking products probably profited from that quite a bit, and good for them for, for doing so. So in the shadow of Surge apparently being laid to rest in the ground, there were some activists out there. Uh, the internet had just come up, um, you know, a decade before pretty much, and people were taking to the, to the internet to try to get what they wanted back. There was a guy named uh, Eric Karkovac. And he created a website uh, for a, uh, to create a petition so people could go and they could put in their two cents and maybe send this off to Coke and, and it would, you know, get this back for them. But then in June 2005, the activism pretty much stopped because Coca-Cola released a product called Vault. And Vault was pretty much just a rejiggering of Surge, but Surge in that form was back. So Karkovac basically discontinued his website and that chapter ended. And then in 2011, Vault was also discontinued. Uh, what did happen is that uh, Facebook was a thing by this point. And when Vault was discontinued, a gentleman by the name of Evan Carr uh, started the Surge movement, and they petitioned Coke to bring back Surge. In fact, what they did is on this Facebook page, they encouraged its members to uh, call Coca-Cola's Consumer Affairs Hotline and to complain and to do this every month and to get thousands and thousands of people to do it. The movement apparently gained about 200,000 Facebook likes, and in the months after uh, it was started, the movement just grew and grew and grew. And so Coke heard what the fans wanted. And on September 15th, 2014, 11 years after Surge was discontinued, it was re-released at Amazon.com. 
It was exclusively sold in 12 packs, and I'm sure that if you had the chance to buy them, you might not have opened them because you realize that there'd be a resale value later. Uh, I'm sure that if you look for them now that they're going for like crazy money out there, or they might have been a few years ago. So knowing that Surge was back and it was popular, Coke, they decided just a few months after their September of 2014 re-release to try to test market it in in different um, outlets out there. And what they found is that they could put it in vending machines. They did this test run in late uh, 20, May of 2015, and uh, they were going to bring it back in a large-scale fashion. And re-release it they did. By September of 2015, Surge was now in convenience stores along the eastern United States. In August of 2018, Surge became available in the Coca-Cola freestyle machines in Burger King. And, you know, it gave you a reason to go there. They had different varieties. They had the, the cherry, the grape, the vanilla, and, of course, zero sugar because of their Coke Zero at that time was just taking off. Not to mention that Burger King also had the rights to do a Frozen Surge as a limited edition uh, slushy. Uh, I'm sure that that was a huge hit. If you were a Surge head, you probably went there and was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta have me some of this. In January of 2015, Cinemark Theaters released a slushy version of the beverage called Surge Frozen, and it was discontinued just a few months later. But I can tell you this is something that's that's fondly remembered, and people fought to bring it back, and it's back, it's here and there. You might be able to find cans, you might not. Surge Soda, that's one of the things that made the 90s so special. Well, that's it for now. Join us next time when we explore more 80s and 90s pop culture. If you've got any memories of this or other things from the best decades, email me at satmornpod at hotmail.com. And if you're a fan of the 80s, or cartoons, or cartoons from the 80s, be sure to check out the Saturday Morning Podcast hosted by me. We drop a new episode every other Saturday, and hope it'll make you feel like a kid again. And now, back to our regularly scheduled program.